0: hi welcome to the way to eternal life podcast with john gill prepare your hearts and minds and be inspired as we open the word of god today with you now here is john gill Greetings in the name of the Lord. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast today. I am your host, John Gill. Let us start out with a word of prayer. Our Heavenly Father, Lord, we just come before you in prayer, Lord God, Lord. And thank you, Lord, for this day, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for just being God and not man, Lord out And Thank you, Lord, for how that you have just woken us up this morning, clothed in our right mind, Lord, and having a right mind, Lord, to serve you, Lord, and spirit in the truth, Lord God, Lord. As the word of God goes forth, Lord God, Lord, we pray, Lord, that some heart will receive your engraved word, that they're able to save and to keep saved, Lord God, Lord. Bless the hearers, Lord. Bless the listeners, Lord God, Lord. And we'll give you all the praise and honor and glory, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, we like to thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. Um, and this is The Way to Eternal Life, coming to you over all the major podcast station. I uh, appreciate what God is doing thus far. Um, as of today, um, in today's very special podcast, um, we will be ministering today um, at... Um, At the gospel, here in Michigan, we have what we call the Gospel Homeless Shelter. And the Lord has uh, led us to come down there to preach this gospel there at the gospel shelter. So we pray that this sermon that um, is being um, preached today will be a blessing to you. pray that this will be a blessing to you. May the Lord bless and may he truly keep you. Well, I'd like to say good evening to everyone here, and thank you so much for joining us today on our very first Bread of Life. And um, I just thank God for just being here today. And I am just so encouraged to be here today. I'm extremely excited about being here. Um, It's been a long time coming. Sorry. I apologize for that. <laughs> but I'm extremely excited about being here and to be with you all tonight. There's a lot of things that I could have been doing, but I'd rather be here ministering to your souls tonight because my heart is just so so encouraged and so burdened for you all that I prayed night and day to even pray before I got here because I want the Lord to have His way. And I know the devil will be like, well, what is it that you have to tell these people or anything like that? Well, you know what? I'm here to give you the good news that somebody in here needs some hope. Somebody in here needs some deliverance. Somebody needs to hear something that might inspire you or might encourage you to either uh, pick up, or get saved, or not get saved, Which well, whichever comes first, but those that, that are here tonight truly be whole. If the devil would like to bring a little nervousness around here and say like, well, you're nervous, ain't nobody gonna wanna listen to you, or nobody don't wanna hear what you got to say, but you know what, I'm here to rebuke the devil in the name of Jesus, and that I am here to preach the gospel. I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, For it's the power of God that is working within me. I thank God that, hey, I may not have all of our people from our congregation here today, but hey, God and me is the majority. So I thank God for being saved from my sin. I thank God that I'm sanctified and and just truly uh, unified with Christ and his church. And I want to introduce myself. My name is Brother John Gill. I'm actually with the Church of God in Jackson, Michigan. My pastor is... Uh, Pastor Lee Hampton, um, and uh, they want to send their greetings to everybody that's here tonight. And at this time, um, I'm not going to ask you all to stand, so I'm just going to ask you all to just bow your heads, close your eyes, and as we acknowledge the Lord God in prayer, our Heavenly Father, Lord, we come before you tonight for God, Lord, with Thanksgiving, for God, Lord, we pray, Lord God, Lord, that that some word will be will be penetrating in hearts tonight, my God, Lord. We pray, Lord God, Lord, that your anointing will be upon this service on tonight, Lord, that some heart, my God, Lord, those that might be um, might be bound up in sin and might be bound up with different things, my God, Lord, but we pray in the name of Jesus, my God, Lord, that, Lord, that you would just, um, just, um, um, be, be with us in this service of oh God, Lord. Anoint this service of oh God. We pray and rebuke against the devil right now in the name of Jesus oh God, Lord. We rebuke Amen. all distractions of oh God, Lord. We rebuke anything that is not like you, oh God, Lord. We pray Lord that you would anoint this vessel oh God, Lord. Anoint this word. Anoint this gospel oh God, Lord. That Lord, that some souls might hear and take heed to what thus saith the Lord. Now Lord, bless. Happy way in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, thank the Lord. Well, praise uh, the Lord. Amen. You. Anyways, my name, is, like I said, my name is Brother John Gill. I have been saved for over thirty plus years. I know I don't look it, but I've been saved for over thirty plus years, and you take something I have never regretted one day of my salvation. I thank God that every single day it just gets sweeter, it gets better and better and better and better. And I thank God that how that he He, me, he delivered me and brought me a mighty long way, a mighty long way. You might say, well, well, well young man, you, you don't look like you've been through much. Well, trust me, I've been through a lot more. But I thank God that I have God on my side and how God got me through every last one of my tests and trials. At one time, I can tell you right now uh, that comes to mind that once upon a time I had a big career job and making all kinds of money and and had had it all, as they say. But I don't care how much you had it all, if God ain't in the midst, it means absolutely not. So. At the time when I, was, um, when, when I was making the good money and everything else, I was bringing home $4,000 and everything else, and things were going my way. So I thought. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, next thing you know, about a year later after the end of the job, I had a lot of accolades. You know, the vice president tells you, you're doing a good job. You know? They say, oh, you're doing a fabulous job and everything else. But then, God convicted me and said, "Like, hey, wait a minute! You're lifting up this job, but you're not lifting up me. So I'm going to teach you a lesson. I'm going to take it away from you." And that's exactly what he did. Y'all know what I'm talking about? He literally took it all away. In fact, it got so bad that now that I lose the job, they threw me out. And I said, as you probably know that you still got a house, you still got bills got to pay, and everything else keeps coming up. So I said, okay, Lord, I'm going to go ahead and find me another job. Oh, yeah, you find another job. It pays as good as the last one, but yeah, I'm still going to bless this. So I said, okay, God. So God automatically just gave me that other job. Praise God. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm in the money one more time, right? No. God, I'm not really, I was there for two months and you took that and not only that, I couldn't find a job nowhere. go didn't have nothing, no income, this happened, income kept coming out of the pocket, this coming out of the pocket, that coming out of the pocket, all savings were gone. To the point where the landlord was getting ready to kick me out. And I was, you know, you try to work with the landlord and everything else, and you say, you know, and then you're praying and saying, Lord, please don't let this happen. Please, Lord, don't let this happen. Please, Lord, don't let this happen. Well, it happened. You might say, well, but well, you're a Christian, you're saved, you know, you're you walking with God. That should not happen. Well, then, well, guess what, folks? Bad things do happen to good people. That's just facts. So God tells me, so. Not only that, I lost the house. Lost the job.
1: And now I had to
0: live in a car. Had everything in my bag. You made everything all in that bag. And it was just me and got out there in the streets. I had to make lost biscuit. I know you it, y'all like that y'all didn't start laughing at you with this. I had to make a sausage last about two or three weeks. And I made it last. I prayed over that. I said, Lord, please, just get me out of this situation. Lord, if you just get me out of that situation, I will tell to the world that there is truly hope out here. My friends, not only did God get me out of that situation, but he got me out of the situation four days before it got to that scale. And things that you think you take for granted, you don't take for granted no more. No. But it's like a hot you know, hot meal, a good, a good place to stay and everything else. I took it back for granted. Things that it was always going to be finished until God took my world and turned it upside down. And I'm here to let you know, this too, that what you all are going through, I don't know what anybody in here is going through right now, but I'm going to let you know, this too shall pass. Mm-hmm. What you are going through right now, no matter what it is that you're going through right now, it will come to pass. And where you will never have you look back at this and say, my God, how did I get out of this? It's all because of the mercies of God that God got you out of that situation.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm here to let you know, I'm here to bring you hope. I'm here to bring you... To here we hope is encouraging is um hopefully what I have to say tonight will be a blessing to your soul know, and hopefully to be uh a tremendous inspiration for you all. And I, I'm gonna finish this last point up before we get into, this, into the lesson tonight, that the Lord had upon our hearts How God did it. I was sitting there and all of a sudden I received a phone call saying, You got a home. Oh, glory be to God. And when I got back home, when I got home, my friends, not only that, God bless me with another job. And the income kept kind of increasing all over again. And I would take that for granted. Now you might say, well, how long ago did that ever happen? It happened over six years ago. And right now I am living the true benefits of what God can truly do. And I'm here to let you know, my friends, this too shall pass no matter what you're going through. No matter, you might be right now going through the, as they say, down in your luck, as they say. But let me tell you something, God can get you out of any situation if you just do a full surrender to Him. That's all he wants is a true surrender. He just wants your heart. He wants your life. Because let me tell you something in here, everybody in here has an assignment. Everybody got an assignment. I don't know what your assignment is, but the devil wants to keep you tangled up in whatever your situation is right now. I'm not saying that your situation ain't going to happen, ain't going to go away overnight, because God is not a genie in the bottle where all you got to do is shh. here he is. No, that ain't gonna happen like that. God wants to see how far are you seriously willing to go? How far are you willing to go to, to um, for God to rescue you out of your situation? Are you willing to give up what you are in what you have right now in your life? Your life, your life is already messed up, they say. You might say, Well, I think I'm going, I'm doing good. I thought I was doing good until until the work is turned upside down, but God said, no, without me, you're nothing without me. And so it brings me to this, to this message tonight, and this message has been on my heart tonight, and we're going to, those who do have a Bible, those who have a cell phone, who have a Bible app that's on their cell phone. Please turn, turn with me and study along with me. And we're going to study out of two main scriptures tonight. And I pray that this message will be a tremendous blessing to you in the book of Acts chapter 24. The book of Acts chapter 24. Yes, sir. Acts chapter 24. And we're going to start reading. I will read from verses 24, and then we're going to read all the way down to the very end of that um, that verse. And it says in chapter 24, it says, And after a certain days, when Felix came with his wife Drusilla, which was a Jewess, and he sent for Paul and heard him concerning the faith in Christ. And as he... Reason of righteousness trembled and answered, I'm sorry. And as, and, and as he reasoned and, um, of righteousness and trembled and judgment to come, Felix trembled and answered, Go thy way for this time. When I have a convenient season, I will call for thee. Verse 26. He hoped also that money should have been given him of Paul, that he might lose him. Wherefore he sent for him in an altar <laughs> and communed with him. But after two years, Porius of of Felix came into Philus' room, and Philus willingly to show the Jews pleasure left Paul bowed. Now the point I'm getting at is this, is verse 25 is where we're going to draw our thought from. Verse 25 and it says and as he reasoned of righteousness and temperance and judgment to come, Felix trembled and answered go thy way for this time when I have a convenient season, I will call for thee. And this I'm posing as a question to you, and I don't want nobody to answer this. I want you to answer this within yourself. Tonight we're going to preach on the topic of, are you waiting for it to be convenient? For you to get it right with God. I'll say it again. Are you waiting until it is convenient for you to get it right with God? I thought I, I thought that I would look up the word convenient. And it means fitting in well with your needs or activities or your plans now you might say well what do you mean by all of this what are are you talking about here people think that i can get to god anytime i want to i can get right anytime i want to i can get saved anytime i want to but it doesn't work like that the bible says that thy love and kindness have i drawn thee god has to draw you to him God has, to, uh, God has to inspire you that you, are, that you are sick and tired of being sick and tired. My question to you is this as a question, a posing question to you. Are you truly sick and tired of being sick and tired of living the life that you're living? Yeah. Or are you waiting until it's convenient for you that say, okay, well, I hear what you're saying. I'm going to live with my fault right now. But I hear what you're saying. I heard everything what you said, and all what you said is good in this place. But right now, it's not my time right now. I I, I don't got time for that right now. I got got all these other issues that I'm dealing with. I got this to deal with. I got that to deal with. I ain't got time for that Jesus stuff. Is that your thinking? But then, if you don't have time for him, when are you going to have time for him? Jesus is right now with our open wide. He truly loves you. It ain't just words. People a lot of times, they come in here, they'll say words like, oh, God loves you and and go on your merry way. No, he not only loves you, but he died for you. Not only did he die from you, but with the same blood that he died for, with his stripes you are healed. Well, you might say, well, heal from what? Heal from any disease that you may have. Well, what disease is this? Well, the disease of mental issues, suicidal issues, depression. Some in here are battling with depression. Some are in battling battle with committing suicide. Life is just hard. Things are overwhelming. God, will I ever get out of this? But right now, yeah, I hear it. I hear this, I hear that, but it's not convenient for me. It's not in my plan. Right now, my plan is to get a job. My plan is to get out of this. My plan is to do this. My plan is to do that. No matter how much hope we give, it is truly up to you. Up to you, my friends, to whether or not you are tired of being in the light of dread. I'm not saying that your situation is gonna as soon as you get you come up here and you give your life to him, don't think that everything's gonna go away right there. No. Well, at least when you suffer with Christ, I'm gonna tell you right now, at least you'll have peace. You'll have true joy. You'll have contentment. And it will make your situations look like peace. But my question still remains. Are you waiting until it's convenient? My next scripture that I have is a very familiar scripture, but I'm going to break this down to you in the little time that I do have. And as we're looking at. Luke chapter 16 is a very familiar passage. And a lot of times we look at this as, you know, going to hell and all this stuff. But I want to pulverize certain things that are in this. So you bear with me. and You study along with me. In Luke chapter 16, verse 19 is a very familiar passage. But it says right here that there was a certain rich man which was clothed in purple and fine linen, and fared sumptuously every day. Now, I'm going to break this down just briefly. That certain rich man could be any one of us. Mm-hmm. And you might say, well, rich man, and when you think of rich, you're thinking of wealth. No. That's not what, this is, not what this is currently talking about. What this is talking about being rich in your own way. Being thinking that I don't need God. I don't need nothing. I, I'm my own man. I'm my own woman or whatever. Look at me. Look at what. Uh, I'm high in the hall. That's what that's talking about there. There was a certain rich man. Which was clothed in fine and purple linen. And they fared sumptuously. Meaning fluently. You might even look at it as luxurious or I got it all together and then it says in verse 20 it says and there was a certain beggar named Lazarus which was laid at his gate full of swords and then it says moreover and desired to be fed from the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table Moreover, the gods came and let their sword. Basically, it's this. Let me break that down. Your last visit is here right now, begging, pleading. You don't have to live the life that you're living right now. Where are you going right now? You don't have to. We're laying at your gate. Well, what's that gate? I'm laying right now at your gate right now, preaching to you, pleading with you, telling you, you don't have to be this way. You don't have to live this life. Your mama raised like this. you like this. You didn't think you were going to end up this way. You don't have to be this way. Even some might have been raised by mom. might have been raised by grandma. There are grandmas and moms that are praying for you and they still praying for you. You don't have to, you don't have to live this life. They are still green, saying there's still hope. They just want to see the crumbs that has fallen from their, their from the table. In other words, they just want to see a glimmer of hope that, that you're going to come out of this. And it might say, well, the dogs came with the sword, you know, the, the dog represents comfort, <coughs> and how they, they were comforting the people. <coughs> I'm going to tell you right now, I'm praying for you. I'm not saying those words, my friends. I am truly yet praying for you. I'm praying that God will get you out of this situation. I'm praying that some souls might be saved from their sins. Well, what is saved? I'm gonna look back. From Matthew 1:21, it says that she, Mary, shall bring forth the Son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for Jesus shall save his people from their sin. When you take something away from me, I don't have it no more. That's what Jesus came for. He came to save you and deliver you from sin. We're here begging. We're here pleading. If I had more, they would be saying the same thing, begging, pleading, pleading with you. They gave they, they God, gave him a chance. He gave me a chance, and he's giving you a chance right now. do not you take heed to it? You know, the, the, the three-letter words for a funeral is fun. But after a while, my friends, the party will be over. After a while, the lights will turn off. While you're sitting there probably shooting your cocaine and and, and snorting cocaine or or, uh, smoking blunts or whatever you might be doing. God is still talking to you saying, give it up. Give it up. Lean in the back of your mind, the devil's telling you, you got plenty of time. Keep on doing what you're doing. And listen... During this middle of this pandemic, everything got shut down because God was trying to get somebody's attention up in here. Yeah. God shut down the liquor stores. God shut down the other stores. God shut this down. God shut that down. God may have closed some doors for you that no man cannot open. And because this wants to get your attention, right now, why, you have a chance. Oh, my friends, what God has, while God is dealing with you. Telling you to come on home. Telling you to give me life to me. Give it all to me. Not give me a portion, not give me a portion of it, but give it all to me. That's what I'm here for. I'm here to give you the true rest that you truly need. Not natural rest, but your spiritual rest that you really need down in your soul. That's what we're doing tonight. We're laying at your gate. We are so full of swords, but right now, as I, as I speak, I am full of swords. I'm full of, of, of a burden for you. I wouldn't be here today if I did not love anybody for you. There's everybody in here. I love everyone that's with you. I want to see everybody saved. But it's up to you whether you are sick and tired of being sick and tired of living the life that you're living. We're pleading. You don't have to go to that place. Don't let it be just conveniency. Because we're in here. This is not out of conveniency. God designed it for you to be here to listen to this particular sermon tonight. Do my best not to be up alone. But, but I'm so burdened tonight. Because people right now are still partying in my house. Still thinking that I got it going on. Still thinking I'm still I'm that rich man that that, that that's in that purple, that fine linen. I, was, I got me a girl. Oh, she's so fine. She blew my mind, honey. Huh? I got me I got me this. I got me that. Yeah, mama, I hear your prayers. Yeah, preacher, <laughs> I hear your prayers. Yes. Uh, many other people that you're going to be hearing probably later on uh, next Sunday and the Sunday after that, I hear you, I hear you, I hear you, but right now, it ain't convenient for me because I'm still good. I'm still good. Are you to that point where you say, I don't need God? Because at one point or another, we all need help. And God right now says, the Bible says, that I will lift up my eyes into the hills from which cometh my help. The Bible says that my help comes from the Lord. My help does not come from AA Anonymous. My help does not come from, from DA Anonymous. My help does not come from all these other different programs that are out here. My help comes from the Lord because God is the one that will get me out of the situation and he can permanently erase my record. If you have a criminal record, God can erase it. If you have, if you can end that of jail, God can make a show where you will never have to uh, see another jail cell ever again. That's what the Almighty God can do. Now, you might say, well, can it happen overnight? Yes, it can if if God chooses to be so. But what I am telling you is this. That same God that I love and I serve is the same God that's here for you tonight. That's pleading with you. Telling you, come unto me. Don't wait till it's to be me for you. Now is an acceptable time. The day that you hear his voice, the Bible says, heart, not your heart. What does that mean? Don't be stubborn. Don't be pig-headed as they say. Don't be stone-hearted to the gospel. God is here. With loving arms. Just wait for you to just say, come on to me. Is there anybody that wants me? He's laying at the gate. We, from different ones that are coming through here, they're laying at the gate, day after day. Those that you might have ran into, those that church members that you might have ran into, grandmothers that you know, everybody that you know, they may get to get full of sores. They're burned for you. They don't want to see you like this. They don't want to, they, they, they see something far better. And right now, as I look throughout this whole audience, I see great things happening for you.
1: Oh,
0: oh, but he's saying, oh, oh, come on to me. Oh. All ye are you truly tired? I ain't talking about physically tired, where you want some sleep, natural sleep. Well, I know a lot of us in here are tired and we want natural sleep, but that's not what I'm talking about. Are you need soul rest? He comes to heal. Some in here are dealing with broken homes. Some in here, I don't know what you're going through right now. Some are dealing with drugs. And you can't see break free from that. The same healer that, that, that healed in Galilee is the same healer that's here tonight that can heal you from your drug habits, from your alcohol habits, from any other habits that you might have, whether it be pornography or whatever you are truly found by. But I'm telling you something, in order to get free, it ain't gonna, it ain't gonna come cheap. He wants all of you or none of you. When, you. when you want to break free, the devil don't want to break you free. Anyway, and I'm going to show you a little quick demonstration of how, how it's so hard for you to just give it up. The devil will make sure that you just stand right here. Have you twisted up? If I had a rope right now, we would twist and you would twist it up. And it's hard to get you bound up you already bound up. Bound up like this and bound up like that. And when you want to break free, you can't. Of yourself, you can't. And Jesus says, I got the sisters right here. And he says, I'm breaking this all up for you. Any habit that you have, he said, you could be healed instantly when you never have to taste it ever again. Amen. Yeah. Uh, right. No matter what, you, what you're bound by, if you're bound by the cigarette thing, God can make it where so where the taste of cigarettes is going through your mouth. If you truly give your heart and life to him, all he wants, you gotta call it like you see it. My name is this. My name is that. I ain't talking about your physical name, he's talking about your condition. What is your name? Is it temper? Is it pedophile? Whatever it might be. God wants you to, first of all, the ABCs of Salvation. And I'm breaking it down for you. First thing, acknowledge that I need help. That's first. Second, believe. Truly believe in your heart that He can actually take it away from you. And then third. Confess that Jesus Christ died on the cross from your seas, that he rose again on the third day, that is here to deliver you from your sins. And let me tell you something if you're really ready to be saved, mm-hmm. truly ready to, to be a follower of Jesus Christ, don't wait until it's truly convenient for you. Don't wait till it fits into your plans. Don't wait till it's rock bottom before you finally realize, oh, I need Christ. No, God wants you right now. Because there are a lot of you all in here that have a lot of influence mm-hmm. on somebody. Mm-hmm. And he wants to use that same instrumentality that you have today. that. Then with others, man, to the cross. My friends, tonight, we're a little early, but that's okay, because that's how the Holy Ghost is is leading me right now, tonight. So I feel right now that somebody in here needs to be broken. The breaker is here. The devil is trying to hold you right there, but the breaker is here. Jesus is here. The breaker is here. He's here to break up some stuff. Break up some other stuff. How many in here wants to be Wants the to break it up for you. Are you ready? Or are you waiting until it's truly convenient for you? Don't be like this rich man which you very sumptuously with fine linen and clothes and everything, saying I don't need God, while the beggar is right here. The beggar is us, me. doing my best, preaching with you, and say, come unto to me. Not to me personally, but to Christ. Are you tired? Yeah. You want help? Or maybe I'm not ready to be saved right now, but maybe if you just pray for me to give me a mind to want to be saved. We're here to plant seeds into your hearts today. I'm, I'm here to let you know right now, my friends, I love you speak with so much fear of God in me that I to see nobody lost. The Bible says it's not his will that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Well, what, what is repentance? The Bible says God has sorrowful and not to be forgiven. of. In other words, being sorry, not because that you got caught, but you're sorry yeah. that you hurt God to His heart. Lord, I hurt you. And now I'm coming to you. We sing a song back home, that I surrender all. Are you really ready to surrender your whole life, not just with words, not because what I'm saying it, but are you really ready to really surrender? or too convenient. I'm going to finish this last point up here real quick. And it says in verse, um, verse 19, we're going to go back to this, it says that there was a certain rich man which was clothed in purple and fine linen and fared sumptuously every day. And there was a certain beggar named Lazarus which laid at his gate full of swords and desired to be fed from the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came and lifted his source. And it came to pass that the beggar also died and was carried into Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. And in hell he lifted up his eyes, being tormented, seeing Abraham afar off and lashed him at his bosom. And now you want to have a prayer service in hell when it's already too late. And it says, and and he cried, and said, Father Abraham. So in other words, let let me break this down real quick. Bear with me. In other words, now I'm in hell. Now I'm saying, God, I need you, God. Send that person right there. I heard that message yesterday. Lord, just send that person right now and get the tip of my tongue where i torment. Get, can he get me out? Can he get me out? God, help me, God. That's torment. And let me tell you something. There are people in hell right now. And I'm saying this for the Lord God because the Bible does say this. There are people in hell right now that are pleading for each and every one of you, all say, "Don't come here! Don't come here! Don't wait till it's convenient for you to get it right." Please don't come here. They're crying. They're crying right now. They're saying they might have heard the probably a similar message that they might have heard maybe a few weeks ago, a few months ago, whatever how many months ago it was. And yet they're yet crying. And they're yet pleading. They say "Don't come here! Don't come here!" I'm telling you right now, as a living person, living and breathing, don't come here. Don't come there. He's he's there's. A way out right now, while you have the chance, while you have breath, while the blood is running through your veins. That he saying, get it right right now. Go into defeat for you and let the pride go. The pride always wants to get up there, but don't, don't, don't let pride hold yourself. Come to Christ. Come to Him while He's while He's near. That's what He's saying. That's what I'm saying to you. The same beggar. I'm that beggar, I'm that beggar for you. You don't have to go there. So tonight you've heard a lot of things tonight and tonight I want to pray with you all. But I will say this though my friends, don't turn it away. Don't think you've got plenty of time. Because you don't. You do not, and you, you may, death door is coming for every last one of us. Tonight, my friends, could be your last message. It might be, I don't know. But it would behoove you to say, Do I want to live eternity with the Savior? Or what I want to spend eternity being tormented, screaming and hollering, and saying, "Why did I come here? How stupid I was! How foolish I was!" Are you waiting till it's convenient for you, Felix? As the scripture says. And I've never read throughout the rest of the scriptures where he actually got his life right. And right now, as of tonight, he is regretting that. He's in hell right now regretting everything what Paul, Paul was standing there, gave his testimony, preached to him, counseled with him, all of this. And it says, until I find it to be convenient. Don't wait till a convenient season. Because your season is now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, if I was you, you want homes to be mended together? It starts with you. You want your life to be back (coughs) together again? It starts with you. And God wants to know, are you ready? The choice is up to you. We hope that you enjoyed the Way to Eternal Life podcast today. If we can be of any help, please let us know by emailing us at contact John Gill at waytoeternallife Once again, that is contact. John Gill at waytoeternallife.com or visit us on our website at www.waytoeternallife.com or like us on Facebook at Way to Eternal Life 53 don't forget to subscribe and download the podcast to get continuously episodes and now here is John Gill with the final thoughts. I laid out my burden. I laid out my the sermon. That's been quite a of days preparing. For this convenient season tonight. This is not part of the plan. This is your time tonight. Oh God. God loves you so much precious soul. Don't turn him away. Please don't turn him away. If you want to be truly safe from sin. And I'll quote it again. Matthew 121. And she, Mary, shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. For he shall save, Jesus will save his people from their sin. Jesus' people are saved from sin. And he wants to save you from sin his way. Well. So how many people, or how many of you are, are ready then come on up here. We're going to pray with you. We're going to work with you. You want to be truly set. You want to be truly set free. Come on up here. God loves you. He truly loves you. With a perfect love. God. God wants to fix your families up. God wants to make you be a better man. Be a better in your society. Don't wait till it's convenient for you. Is there anyone else? Anyone else? Or if you just want prayer, if you can say, "I just want prayer." You just slip your hand up, saying, "I just want prayer." I don't want to. I'm just too embarrassed right now. I want prayer, and we'll pray with you. We'll pray with you, and we're gonna work with these souls up here, and we're gonna pray out there to the rest of the congregation. I'm gonna tell you all this: if you truly want to be saved, you tell God privately and quietly, and say, "Lord, forgive me for all my sins. Save me." Lord, I'm tired of being the way I am. If you can save me, I will dedicate the rest of my life to you. Lord, I don't want to be the same person that I once was two minutes ago, ten minutes ago, Lord. But Lord, if you just save me, Lord. And really mean your heart, of my friends. Truly meaning, Lord, I want to be saved, Lord. Please save me now. He will work me. Our Heavenly Father, Lord God, we come before you tonight, Lord God, Lord. We pray for each of these souls tonight, Lord God. Lord, the devil trying to get them bound up, trying to think about other things, Lord God. But Lord, they're humbling their hearts, Lord God. Lord, they want to be saved, Lord God. Lord, just save their souls right here and now, my God. Lord, you love them, my God. Lord, you don't want them to to go to hell, my God. Lord, it's not your will that any should perish there. All should come to repentance, my God. So, Lord, we pray right now in the name of Jesus, my God, Lord, that you would let loose. We rebuke the devil right now in the name of Jesus, my God. Lose these souls right now, Lord God. We break every habit, look out. We rebuke it, look out. We bite every habit, look out, Lord, in the name of Jesus, look God. We pray in the name of Jesus, look God, Lord, that you would come into their lives, Lord God, Lord. Lord, let it be head of their lives, Lord God, Lord, there would be better men, look out, Lord. Show them, Lord, how to be better men, look out. Lord, we pray, Lord, that you will fix the situation, my God. Lord, in the name of Jesus, oh God, Lord, we pray for each and every one that's represented here in these three songs. Lord, whatever's accomplished, Lord, we'll give you the praise for it all, Lord. We pray for the audience, of God, Lord, that raised their hands, oh God. We pray, Lord, that whatever they're dealing with, Whatever they might be, the kids didn't give up, Lord God, Lord. Deal with the heart. So even on today, Lord God, Lord. Even on tonight, Lord. Just bless, Lord God. Have your way. In Jesus' name. We truly appreciate you all tonight tremendously. You all have been a tremendous one. And on the behalf of the Church of God at 140 West South Street, Jackson, Michigan, Pastor, Pastor Lee Hampton, and for me, I just want to let you know I love you all. truly love you all. I ain't saying that with words. I truly love you all. And I'm going to pray for each and every one of you. That if you want to talk to me afterwards, you can. We'll stay here for at least another five more minutes. But other than that, may the Lord truly bless you. And may He keep you. And may God truly enrich your life tremendously. May the Lord bless you. May God bless you. bless you. you. Thank you for listening and may God bless and keep you.